help. Police. Murder. Bring someone with you to see this motion picture. Free burial services to anyone who dies of fright. This is the worst thing I've ever seen in my life. Oh my God! The life of everyone in this theater will be insured by Lloyd's of London for $1,000 against death by fright. We have been hoodwinked, bamboozled, led astray, run amok, and flat out deceived. Welcome to the Awful Films Podcast, where we review movies where they're the most horrible sounding and looking films that anyone has ever seen, and we will score them for your viewing pleasure, and hopefully by the end of this, we will be able to let you know if the movies are actually worth a while to view, or if you should just throw them in the garbage. So joining me today is... Hi folks, my name is Boomer, or at least that's what you're gonna call me. Uh, and uh, I also, I also uh, might be known by some of you as Sir Colfagus, yes, uh, a horror host fra- straight from the Cinnatoon, a place where bad films get a second chance to meet their doom. Uh, joining, joining uh, the lovely, lovely and talented crew. So, uh, what you got for us today? So, today is what I think is probably the most atrocious Bigfoot movie I've ever seen. Huh? <laughs> because right. here's, here's, here's the thing. If you, if you are a Bigfoot fanatic and, you know, you, you just, you absolutely love watching Bigfoot movies and learning the lore about him and everything like that this movie is definitely not for you (laughs) there's bigfoot lore oh god okay all right i was just aware that he was kind of hairy and uh stinky oh no Uh, there's there's whole there's whole articles about this creature about like the different areas that he can live in what his different names are for the different areas it's it's a huge thing Okay, so, so, and, um, now, uh, I don't even know how to begin this. Okay, so, so the film is, uh, from, what was it, 2020, so it's only about two years back, so it's fairly recent. Uh, this is, this is, this is, what's, what, Monstrous? Monstrous. Or does it have a, it has other titles, right, or is it just simply Monstrous? I think it's just Monstrous. Okay. But, uh. Okay. Okay. So, so we got ourselves a big Bigfoot flick. Uh, I'm, I'm gonna kind of mirror your your thought process here. It's not a typical Bigfoot movie. Uh, it's it's really not. It is its own creature. Uh, not to use the term lightly um i honestly can't think of too many other films that kind of play this uh this dynamic where where it's the monster is the monster of monstrous is there but not really it's it's kind of an unseen threat 
throughout the entirety of the film. And to be perfectly honest, it's not really a threat. Yeah, no, like, um... Oh, Guy Smiley, what the heck's his name? Jamie? Isn't that his name? The, the, oh, the, 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 the friend? Yeah, his name's Jamie. The stoner, yeah, yeah. yeah. He, he, the look of terror on this man's face whenever Bigfoot doesn't kill him astounds me. <laughs> so, yeah, I, I think you're kind of right. But, uh, okay, all right, well, we'll, we'll go, before we, before we spoil too much, why don't we go ahead and start from the beginning? So, uh, this is a, a creation of, um, two people, specifically. It's, uh, it's apparently, um, uh, Bruce Wemple and, um, uh, Anna Shields. Bruce Wimple is the, is the director, and, uh, he's teamed up again with, uh, Anna Shields, who actually plays our lead, um, which is, uh, what's her name? Sylvia? Sylvia. That character's name? Yeah. Yeah. And, um, that's, this is, this is, again, this is not their first outing together in terms of, of doing films, so... Uh, you'd think by now they'd know what they were doing. <laughs> well, so, to be so, fair, uh, you could have that argument about a lot of directors. That's true. I mean, don't get me wrong. She's not exactly Ed Wood in terms of her script writing, but I, I and I appreciate what she's trying to do with this. Um, it, it's definitely the the horror takes a backseat to the actual storyline. Um, but uh, we'll, we'll we'll go ahead and we'll go ahead and, and, and hit the hit the plot points. So so, what do you got? What do you what how 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 do you feel about it? Well, like all Bigfoot movies, we start off pretty strong, um, pretty promising. Where we see two two women, no idea who they are, driving down the road, and they end up hitting something. And this is a trope that I've probably seen way too many times to count where it's dark road you're hitting something you don't know what it is and then they get out of the car and i think at yeah, this always... <laughs> uh, no 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 you're right i think that always astounds me where it's one of those situations where it's like i don't know what this is i can't see it for some reason i'm gonna get out of the car you know i, I i've been down uh down several roads and every time i've hit anything all two times I've hit deer actually um, I saw the deer coming I knew it was a deer I saw the deer like even post deer hit I knew what I hit like I could still see it so I never understand this trope I'm, I'm with you in this in this regard so yeah so it's you know it's it's an overused trope to to have and am I surprised it's used no because it again it's it's i think almost every other film uses it in, either in the beginning or somewhere in the middle or you know it's it's something that at this point you, you're not surprised by anymore yeah usually it's you it's it's done for a for a quick quick jump scare yeah type of situation yeah so with that being said the thing that they run over is a baby Bigfoot, as what we can assume anyways. We don't get a clear shot of what it is. It's just a very furry lump. And 
you know, as we said, the one of the girls gets out of the car and is staring at it and just staring at it and just staring at it. And then finally, something else comes out of the bush. You can't see it except for an outline, um, which we are again to assume is another Bigfoot. So starting off, this movie kind of lays into, okay, so this is going to be a Bigfoot movie. I expect there to be more scenes where, you know, he's in the shadows, but he's there kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it's, it makes me think of, I'm trying to, uh, like, watching the movie, or, or, or no, uh, watching, yeah, watching the movie, it was one of those things where it's like, will, will he do something? Why is he just standing there? Is it because technically we just watched its child get slain is this you know i i, I it was probably one of the first times i ever thought to myself is is, is is bigfoot a girl have i been calling this lady bigfoot this whole time i mean you're not supposed to talk about their weight what about their shoe size how does this work you're not supposed to talk about their age oh that's right yeah yeah got you so so yeah um it was definitely an interesting interesting uh premise now they've done stuff like this before uh legend of boggy creek um two uh uh legend yeah legend of boggy creek the legend continues that has a baby bigfoot in it uh that's the only one i really think of off the top of my head that had a baby bigfoot as like a, one of the main plot points but uh, typically, I don't. Usually, it's like a lone wolf situation where there's just the one. Um, I can't really think of too many others. Harry and the Hendersons, but I can't really think of any other other Bigfoot movies where there's multiple Bigfoot in it. No, usually it's just the one going on a rampage of some sorts. Um, there was one years ago. I can't remember the name, but it had like a family of them. So it's, it's very rarely used. Um, that's, that's about right. <laughs> <laughs> well, because, you know, we, we don't know anything about, like, if this creature was real, how it would act as a family, or is it kind of like bears where the mother takes care of the children and the father kind of fucks off? Um, <laughs> you know, we, we don't know. So going off of that kind of um, information, it leads creators or directors and uh, writers to have a lot of free roam of how to show their idea of how it would be. Yeah, and like I think one of my biggest complaints is whenever they decide to um, go full Chewbacca with it, where no, this thing knows how to do all kinds of stuff that it shouldn't know how to do. I mean, no offense to Chewbacca stands, but, like, let's be honest, Chewbacca is not your dog. Chewbacca is Bigfoot. Um, <laughs> Just a space know, it's, Bigfoot. It's, yeah, like, literally, that's all this has been. Millennium Falcon had to, uh, had to drop him off for a pit stop, and he just got caught on film. That's all it is. Uh, <laughs> But, you know, you know what I mean, like, uh, like uh, Harry and the Hendersons did that, which, although good, it was specifically done for comedic effect, where, uh, you know, where Bigfoot was this, uh, this thing that understood how to work technology by the end of the movie. 
So I'm, I'm never a huge fan of that because it seems like it takes away. But that's just a me preference. I'm glad that this film doesn't really do that. Um, the closest they do is they say that uh, uh, certain sound frequencies will mess with it. So that like so that it kind of gives you an out as to why Bigfoot's not in every single scene. It's a it's a, literally just a situation where it's um you know it's like oh okay I get it. There's no Bigfoot here because the noise hurts his earlobes. Um, I think anybody from the big city understands that. Jeez, God. So. I, I, I like how they they did try to explain it away. Yes. And it's smart not to be using him in every single scene, but to the point where this movie went to, can you really even call it a Bigfoot movie? Um, again, I'm going to reference Boggy Creek. It basically did the same thing. There's about... Actually, you know what? That's a, that's a perfect analogy. I think anybody who, who likes a good Bigfoot film has seen or at least heard of um, the Boggy... Uh, the Legend of Boggy Creek uh, film from the 70s. Um, that this this film has just about as much screen time, maybe actually less, uh, which which I did not think was possible, but I, I think it does. And so so if you go in with that kind of an idea of okay, it's it's going to have very minimum minimal screen time, I think you're not going to be as disappointed as a straight-up horror film. Yeah, so what I would classify this as is a thriller. and Oh, yeah! Like, as a thriller, as just a straight thriller, it has a good premise to it. You know, you have the, the women who've gone missing over the months. Um, you have the main character wanting to find her friend, which who was one of the, the missing women. Mm-hmm. And so she's going on this journey to try and find the killer, try and find out what happened to her friend. Um, and then from there, it just goes into more of, uh, okay, you know who the killer is at one point, and it's now a race to escape kind of thing. Mm -hmm. So if they had just painted this as a that kind of concept where it's just, you know, a thriller without the Bigfoot uh, premise to it, I think the movie would have done better. But then they had to throw in Bigfoot, which just kind of muddles everything up because it's like, well, I'm expecting to see more of this legendary creature and less of the two lesbians going at it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, don't get me wrong. I, I, I liked the the lesbian twist uh not for the obvious reasons but like you know i just like i liked the fact that oh hey cool okay i don't ever think about this uh, you know as i know that sounds really weird but I, I never think of lesbian bigfoot hunters uh and they don't and it's not even a gimmick it's like i was ex i was actually ex whenever i originally was learned that this was part of the plot i thought this was going to be like a gimmick for the film and it's not it's so not I really no do appreciate that no, it, it's, it's, um, it almost plays out like a romance thriller. Yeah, yeah. Where, you know, uh, the main character and the suspected serial killer 
start having romantic feelings for each other. And when I say, and I, I mean, like, I, I don't have a problem with uh, sex scenes on movies or in TV, but for a good, I'd say, 15 to 20 minutes, it's just about that where these two are so hot for each other that they can't keep it in their pants. Yeah, I I I have to agree. Like, don't get me wrong. I understand. But like that's when that's when it felt gimmicky is whenever they they had to do the sex scenes. I could have done without them. It didn't add much. Um so I kind of I was not a fan of that, but like I said, the 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 exploitation. There we go. That's what I'm thinking of. That's the word I'm searching for. Uh, it wasn't. A, it's not a lesbian exploitation film, but when it is, a, it, whenever it does decide to go with the snoo snoo, it definitely goes with the snoo snoo for a hot minute. So, and again, you know, different strokes. It's obviously not made. That that scene was obviously not made with me in mind, but. Uh, it was it was a little distracting toward the end of it. I'm going, okay, will you put pants on, please? I want see, I want to see Bigfoot. So like I, I I have mixed feelings about it, but I understand. I, I, I do understand. Yeah, like the representation is nice. As someone who is of the LGBTQ community, you know, having that representation um, on screen, which you don't see very often, is nice. It's just you're 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 taking away from what the movie is supposed to be about. Yeah, yeah, like I said, I, mean, I never considered lesbian Bigfoot hunters, but yeah, that's totally a thing. Why wouldn't it be? Um, you know, uh, but I do, I can understand, how do I, how do I word this? I can understand where some people would have issue with the fact that the, it's, it's the, the classic Hollywood interpretation of, uh, the big gay evil. Um, which is um, something that usually happened in classic Hollywood where if there was any sort of uh, moral depravity then that was the person that was going to die um, it's kind of sort of played that way in this in the sense that the you know is it okay if I do spoilers? is that, is that fine? yeah that's fine okay um, it's, it's a situation where uh, you know the main villain is gay oh no don't be wrong you know it's nice to see a good villain i'm always a fan of a good villain and uh but it's it's once again it's the 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 big bad gay uh where you know so i can understand where some people would have an issue with it personally i was fine with it i didn't i didn't really care one way or the other but i can understand where some people might have a problem um just because of we, we've seen movies like that where it paints it in a worse light than oh god you know there are there are several films that make it way worse this was this was tame by comparison in a lot of respects um it was you know uh now now when the big reveal happens and and our our uh tour guide turned serial killer is revealed to be the serial killer yeah that's yeah that's a thing sorry folks but there's also a serial killer plot going on. It's not Bigfoot doing all the murders. Apparently, we've got Bluebeard, and it's a chick. Um, 
so uh, for 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 those of, who, of you who are not aware, Bluebeard, um, which is which is actually what this kind of made me think of, um, what is a is a classic story where the where this woman falls in love and gets married, and there's one rule that he that, that Bluebeard himself has, which is don't basically don't look in the basement looks in the basement one day can't can't take the curiosity anymore has to look in the basement looks in the basement and come to find out her husband's a serial killer and that's where he's stashing all the bodies um th this kind of had that vibe to it it was like a like a modern day uh version of that story it's just with the added bonus of bigfoot's hanging around in the background <laughs> yeah pretty much uh, and that's why, yeah. like, earlier when we said, like, you know, it could be classified as a thriller, like, the whole serial killer subplot is actually the main plot. Mm-hmm. No, yeah, no, 100%, yeah. Because, um, like, it's, uh, you, you know, it, the, the threat is, the threat is not Bigfoot, the threat is, you know, who's killing these women, and you find out it's the girlfriend that's actually the guide that she hooked up with because I need to find out what happened to my friend, my ex, my what What was she? What was she? Was I think she, they she... were just friends. It was just friends? I okay. think so. I think because what, so at the beginning of the movie you figure out that one of the women that's gone missing, two of her friends are still really looking for her. One of them has it in his mind that um, it was Bigfoot who did it yeah because yeah because this is all in whitehall new, uh, whitehall new york uh, yeah whitehall new york which i did not know had a bigfoot problem but apparently these guys have gone so far and this is this is this is real life to they have gone so far as to make bigfoot their their uh recognized animal like you know it's not it's not the you know it's not the mockingbird it's not the deer it's not the billy goat gruff it's bigfoot so, take with that as you will, folks. I mean, if you were go if you were going to choose an animal to represent your township or state or what have you, why would you not go with something that's a legend? Just because I've never heard of anyone ever <laughs> using Bigfoot in Whitehall, New York. Come to find out, Bigfoot is actually someone's uh, fursona. And he just got caught on film. If he's someone's persona, then my god, there's been so many film sightings of this guy. How old is he? Hey, you know, you got yourself a gimmick, and you just kind of roll with it. Maybe that's why no one's seen him in a while. He's gotten geriatric and can't anymore. Because, I mean, that was the 70s, so he probably was, you know, probably got the idea of being a furry in the 60s with all the pot now he's an old timer he can't really get up and go into the woods anymore just passing down the fursuit to the grandchildren like this is your job now <laughs> the grandkids are going thanks grandpa what did you do in this and why does it smell <laughs> all you have to do is just walk through the woods and make really big footprints Grandpa, I don't know if I want to. You know, like that's literally what what this. Let's let's. That that's all I can think of, is that is 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 that Bigfoot is just someone's persona that it just got out of control. 
That's going to be the new theory from now on, and I, I'm going to trademark that. That's my idea. You all heard it here first. You all heard it here first on a platform that is completely free, so, you know, we can't trademark it yet. But if you steal I, it, we I will, will come after will. you. Yeah, oh, yeah, no, I'll, I'll, I'll harass you with, uh, with uh, sticker designs. That doesn't seem like a bad thing. I didn't say it was supposed to be. Okay. <laughs> ah. But yeah, so yeah. Um, okay, so what, what, let's let's what what else about what else can we say about this film? What's um? I tell you what, we've been razzing the hell out of it kind of hard. What's what's a good thing about them? What's one of the, what's one thing about the movie you would recommend? Honestly, the makeup effects. So in the ending scene, there's this big fight between the two uh, the two girls, and the makeup effects that they did to show that you know the the damage that they were doing to one another. They did not spare any expense on this. Like the like you see one getting beat up by a fucking rock, and you can see like the blood flowing from her face, the hole in her head. Like they went all out with the makeup effects. Which I think is fantastic because if they had done anything less, I would have just thrown. Oh yeah, no, it would have been laughable. Yeah, yeah, yeah no, no, I, I, I have to agree with you there. I think I think the makeup you can tell that the budget went to the makeup and not to not to the fursona. Sorry, Bigfoot. That's all I'm going to refer to you as the rest of this podcast now. That's all that's in my head. Uh, not not necessarily to the fursona because Bigfoot himself does not have the greatest costume in this film. Um, now, it beats the tar out of something like Cry Wilderness, where half the movie he's not even in full costume. Uh, but it is definitely not the best Bigfoot film, uh, costume I've seen. Uh, on the upside, he doesn't look like just a gorilla, either. He, just, he does genuinely look like a Bigfoot. So I think that's... Uh, I say my. I think my positive spin on it is, uh, I, I is again the makeup effects. I think the makeup effects for the, for whenever they decide to get violent is is actually well well suited. They did a very good job at that. So props to you guys for that one. Um, enjoyed the heck out of uh, out of that fight too. It was it was nice. Although, uh, there was. Um, uh, you said you're okay with spoilers, so uh, there's okay. So you find out that not all of the victims are dead yet. Oh yeah, there's that there's one girl one, in the basement. Yeah, there's that one girl in the basement who decides to get her revenge on the serial killer uh, for torturing her and everything else. And you're, you know, you're, you're feeling, you know, your your heart goes out for this girl. But by that same token, she proves that she kind of deserved to get kidnapped because she doesn't have a brain in her head. She just decides on a whim that I'm going to go back into the bad guy f cabin and torture my tormentor instead of, you know, getting in the car and driving off to tell the cops so that they can handle it. Because I'm traumatized. I need to have, you know, I need to, I need to have a hospital attend to my wounds. Instead, she goes full American Psycho on the serial killer. Um... That was that was unnecessary. I, I feel like that was an unnecessary thing. Um, I will say two things. One, couldn't use the car because the wires were snipped. 
<laughs> so there was right. there was literally right. no way right. to get out um, unless you wanted to walk. Two, I can understand sort of going back into get revenge, but at the same time, it's like you know what this person's capable of. Be smarter about it. Yeah, no, yeah, that's that's kind of kind of my beef is that like it made no sense to go back in after her you know just like like figure something out walk if you have to heck the main characters are about ready to before the end of the film like they're just they're in the middle of the woods and they're like well let's start walking and then they decide to go back too because it's like no you don't understand we got to go back and stop her and you know your 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 typical final girl type of situation um where it's like no i have to put an end to this um not i i i feel that that though ultimately cathartic was unnecessary yeah um, yeah <laughs> yeah because it's like okay no i get it your your girlfriend literally tried to murder you you need to stop her. She, there's a there. As far as she was aware at the time, the girl that uh, escaped and decided to start uh, tormenting her, her uh, captor, uh, is in fact now um, dead. But she didn't know that at the time. She thought she was still tied up. Um, you know, she's like, no, we got to go back and, and save her and all this other mess. Um, so, uh, like, I, I get it. I do. It's... <sighs> I think the film is trying to do too many things at once. I, I think that's my biggest takeaway, is that the film is trying to do too many things at once. And I can completely agree with that. Like, it starts out as a Bigfoot movie. It comes to be a serial killer thriller, and then it ends with a very heroic kind of feeling to it. I I had a war flashbacks to uh, Lord of the Rings and the 12 endings that that franchise had. Like, you know, oh, uh, yay, closure for this character. Ah, okay, and credits roll. Oh, still going. Okay. Oh, good, closure, yay, okay. Uh, still going. Okay. Okay, I'm, I, I, I'll wait. Like, and, 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 you know, that's... that's okay, but Lord of the Rings did it right. <laughs> ah, did they, though? Did they really? You In know, my opinion, they did. Yeah, no, 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 you're right. They, they, they did exactly what they intended to do, uh, which is, which, you know, after three films in umpteen years, you know, you, you're, you're gonna have to give us the closure for all of these freaking characters. You just have to. That's, that's the rule at that point. But, like, this film, it felt like they were coming to a climax, and then the climax kept going. And then they'd come to a climax, and then the climax would keep going. And then they'd come to a climax, and the climax would keep going. Like, I swear, the only reason the film is as long as it is is because they keep going back to the frickin' cabin. You know, it's just... Every time they turn off the power, and Bigfoot gets closer and closer, because, again, from... You know, again, there's some sort of sound frequency that fucks with Bigfoot's ears, so he can't be around the, the cabin for too long. That's why they have the power turned on. So every time the power goes off and Bigfoot gets closer, you know, 
they they get further and further in. Like, at what point should the power be off and stay off? How many times is the plot going to then turn into, and then they went and turned the power back on? Apparently in this film, three times? <laughs> Two or three yeah. times? Like, it is definitely a, a film where I'm, like, going, okay, I've seen this plot from you twice already. Please end it. Yeah. Like, you know, and, and again, you know, like, I understand where they're coming from for the most part, but um, not the biggest fan of this particular uh trope where that just sits there and cycles yes you know, it, 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 it's padded there we go that's what i'm looking for that's the word i'm looking for. it's a padded film the climax is full of padding and it shouldn't i do i do again i do appreciate the uh the story you know i think it's i i think i just think it's biggest issue is that it's trying too many things at once that's the that is my biggest complaint is that it is trying too many things hoping that something will stick and i think in this case it failed miserably but it's <laughs> it's entertaining to say the least it's like, not the worst bigfoot film i've seen cuz i've seen some real stink this at least delivered on what was promised and in the sense that Bigfoot was actually in it. It wasn't a guy in a mask. Um, it wasn't... Uh, and it kept with, as you were calling it, the Bigfoot canon. You know, Bigfoot is typically not an aggressive creature in the Bigfoot lore. Uh, but for some reason, they had to explain a re uh, explain away why suddenly Bigfoot started getting aggressive. And as soon as Bigfoot gets closure, Bigfoot's like, I, I'm out, bye. And walks peacefully and into the sunset. In, into the sunrise sunset. <laughs> the sunrise sunset, yes. So this fight, uh, the ending fight, took place at around midnight and somehow took over the course of from midnight to the entire day to the sun setting again. Yeah, like <laughs> like the, 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 the heroes get in the car and start driving away and it's still in the AM and the very next shot is Bigfoot walking past the sunset and you can tell it's supposed to be sunset. Yeah, it's it's very clearly a sun setting, whereas yeah. just a few minutes before the sun was rising, a few seconds. Don't even give it that benefit. It's a, it's seconds later. <laughs> Maybe we were the ones who were drugged by the serial killer. Could that be a possibility? That could very well. You know what? It, now that I think about it, my food did taste funny earlier. Ah, man. Well, that's what you get for uh, eating that uh, week old spaghetti. I'm just telling you. Uh, <laughs> but no, no, seriously. Um, I... <sighs> uh, 
Again, not the worst Bigfoot film I've seen. Definitely worse. Definitely ones that have 100-year-old dynamite in it, but... <laughs> <laughs> that still somehow functions and even quotes Jaws. Yeah, it's not quite that bad. Yeah, no, it's not um... fair. But it is definitely something that I think, while it's entertaining, might leave you feeling like you just wasted a good hour of your life. Dude, I did. I, I, I genuinely did. I felt cheated. Uh, again, I, I, I sound like a broken record, and I apologize, guys. But I feel like it was trying too many things. I think if it had just stuck with one thing, it would have been perfect. Um, but it was trying to go experimental. And no offense to, to Miss Shields, you know, our lovely writer. She's written other things before. Uh, some of them horror, some of them, you know, more uh, uh, rom romance-esque, uh, where at least it's more romance-focused. So, like, she she's got some writing credits. Typically, she stars in just as many things as she, she writes. So she's clearly got a vision in mind for what she's wanting done. In, and so I feel like... <sighs> That's my issue. That's my issue. <laughs> We're coming to a revelation, people. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No. Yeah. No. I. I totally understand what I have a. I, what I have a problem with. It's a bigfoot. It's a bigfoot fanfic. It's something that you'd read on Ao3. Okay. Okay. Yes. I can. I can get behind that. I can see where you're coming from. Yeah. That's. That's where. That's. That's what the issue is. Where it's like, okay, I understand where you're coming from. I think that this should have been thought out a little better. You know, I think that this should have been done this way. And maybe, maybe it's actually, maybe I'm actually giving her a bad rep. And it's not her, but it's uh, Bruce Wimples, the director, who decided to extend these scenes out and pad them out a little more. Maybe that was the issue, and it's not her, but it's him. Um not sure like i said they've worked together before so i'm kind of thinking that it might be more of a more of a her thing and he's just like look hey i got you since you're going to be in front of the camera i'll get behind the camera so maybe it's one of those situations it could be both yeah then again it also could be incompetence all around because no offense to either of these guys but i've never heard of any of their work before no neither have i and this is not a film that I want to have be the film I remember you for. Please. No offense to you guys, but please, do better next time. <laughs> so, we've uh, been going for about 40 minutes now. I think, at this point, we can probably score this movie. Now, the way that I was thinking we could score it is out of skulls, because of skull and crossbones. Because these, uh, these movies yes. will kill you. <laughs> Uh, if if the scares don't kill you, then the boredom will. Pretty um, much, pretty much. <laughs> okay, so let's see. Let's count up a couple of redeeming qualities. Cinematography is good considering the budget. Makeup was excellent. We only got one shot of Bigfoot's face, and it wasn't even that good of a shot. So I'm gonna have to dock points for that. Yeah. The rest of the time, it, the rest of the time, 
it's all shadows. Uh, and... Yeah, he's all he's all silhouetted out. Uh, my my good friend, uh, Mr. Squatch, played by Dylan Grun. Uh, he he doesn't get a lick of, uh, of actual screen time with his face in it. He's just just always a shoulder, or always the back of his head. At least it wasn't a gorilla mask. That's true. That is true. I have seen them with gorilla masks. I've seen them where they're just rags. So you know what? Ah, I'll yeah, take what I yeah. can get. Yeah, yeah. So, so gonna go. It does have some redeeming qualities. It's worth a watch. I, I would watch it just to say that you've experienced it. Uh, so that whenever you make your own Bigfoot movie, you, you will know. know. Yeah, you will. You'll be. You'll be in the know. And that's the main thing is that you learn from these experiences, and when you eventually become a big hit director, you take those experiences and you use them. And 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 make a better lesbian Bigfoot thriller crime show. Yes. <laughs> that was a mouthful. That was, that was a mouthful. That was oh. <laughs> it's Mad Libs Hollywood edition. Um. So, personally, from my point of view, as a Bigfoot movie, I would give this probably a score of 3 out of 7. Because three it, is out of seven? it is entertaining, but as a Bigfoot movie, I just don't feel like it's enough. As a thriller, I would give it a 5 out of 7. So, uh, hmm. And I'd have to... I'd, I'll have to counter you. I'll have to counter you. As a thriller, I'd give it a three. Uh, because it only became thrilling once the reveal happened. That, oh, my quasi-girlfriend hookup is actually the serial killer who murdered my best friend and also killed Bigfoot. Um... The, the, the only real thrill was, okay, so how do I get out of this situation? And that by that point, that is the beginning of Act 3. The rest of the entire film is just solving that one thing. So I didn't feel like there was enough there. And of course, she herself, um, the, the, the villain, um, Alex, uh, which is a, a Rachel... Rachel Finnegar, I believe is how you pronounce that name. Anyway, um, she, she kind of pulls a 180 in her in her performance on that one, and uh, it's like as soon as she suspects that she that that uh, uh, Sylvia suspects, she starts pulling a 180 in terms of uh, how she's treating the situation. Um, so I I can't say that it is a good thriller. Because it's like immediately, yes, sure, we as audience, as an audience knows what's going on, but like Alex shouldn't suddenly turn into a character from an Alfred Hitchcock film. Like she should still be operating off the assumption that the ruse is working and not act like a complete and total imposter from among us. Um,. So I, I, I have to downgrade it. I'd, I'd have to say the thriller aspect is a three. The Bigfoot aspect, the thrill of 
hunter and hunted that the Bigfoot aspect gives you. Like every once in a while, you'll see the little, the, the little, <laughs> the 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 big guy, uh, kind of hanging out in the shadows, uh, out in the tree line, or you'll you'll hear something and you'll go ah, ah, he's still he's still there, you know that kind of thing. It doesn't go pure omnipotent narrator where he just teleports like Jason Voorhees does. Um, but uh, but that one I'd have to give a four simply because it has to t it's it's good it's like the scenes with Bigfoot are are done well but I, I think that um, the the biggest issue is that it, it it promotes itself as being a Bigfoot film and yet Bigfoot is not the main event hell he's not even he's he's sidelined by pretty much the entire rest of the plot so I'd, I'd have to go three for the thrills four for the Bigfoot Alright. So clearly so, we have two different uh, outlooks on this movie, which Yeah. I, I'd give it I'd give it if if I had to if I to, if I had to skull rank it collectively. I'd give it a f Oof. <laughs> I, I'd give it a four out of seven. I'd give it a four out of seven because it's a nice odd number and this is a nice odd movie. That is true. I can I can get behind that. Four out of seven skulls. <laughs> Ah, there you go. There you go. So that was that was monstrous, made in 2020, during the thing that we don't talk about. <clears throat> Voldemort. Uh, yes, yes. That's oh, okay. exactly. Yes, hundred and fifty percent. Gotcha. Good to know. All right. Well, thank you all for joining. Um, we're going to be doing these twice a month, uh, seeing how people like it. Uh, next time, who knows what we're going to talk about. We don't even know. We'll never know. Who knows? We really don't. We just kind of make it up as we go. Yeah. Uh, I, I do, do, uh, recommend <laughs> do. that if anybody... Ha <laughs> ha! Uh, I do recommend that if anyone is interested, uh, they can always check out, uh, we have an official coffee, um, uh, spot on the coffee website so if you'd, if you'd like to buy us a cup of joe by all means i will always take free handouts <laughs> and, and see i like... i said that it was due to the medical bills that we we're going to be getting from watching these movies oh you have no idea uh if you would like to see other episodes uh and whatnot starring sarcophagus yes then you can always check out youtube or the Monster Channel, which is a video streaming website on Roku devices, um, where you will see me in all of my m mummified garb, taking on the best and worst films of Hollywood's past. Now, I do uh, have a question and, about uh, uh, Sarcophagus. Oh yeah, what's up? Is it Sarcophagus or Sarcophagus Yes? Because you keep saying yes after you introduce yourself, so I'm thinking that's a last name. I am Sir Colfagus, yes. Uh, yeah, it's, it's, an, it's, an, it's an honorary title. You know. <laughs> uh, it's just a tick. For some reason, whenever I introduce myself as Sir Colfagus, it's always with, with the yes. I don't know why. It's just, a, it's, it's, it's just a tick. It's just a thing. So it's not a last name. Shame. Yeah, no, no. 
But uh, but yeah, so there you go, and uh, we will we will see you all.